I can't say honestly that I'm not going to collect belts because I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. I'd just say, you know, leave that window open. The window's not, I mean, I've, I got the one that I wanted and I, I, there, was a, there was a little bit of belt envy because you've been getting some good ones lately. Yeah, I've been sort of on my game with, uh, overall, I think my figure collecting has been uh, pretty awesome. Uh, I can tell you this much, it's not emotionally fulfilling. I mean, for me, <laughs> I get I get plenty of enjoyment out of it. Oh no, I'm just saying belts. Like if you're looking to fill a hole in your heart, no. I'm not. I'm just looking to fucking scour eBay. <laughs> like that was a great deal. Like no, you didn't. You got you pretty much got a piece of a costume <laughs> that you're never gonna wear. Yeah, yeah. That came with a great idea. What's that? Oh boy. You know what? I'm going to save it. I'll tell you what it is after. It'll, that'll be a little fucking a little treat for later. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> I, uh, I probably shouldn't have said that on the, on the, on the pod, bro, because it's a great idea, and I'm going to do it. Uh, yeah. So you're telling me after the pod is over. After the pod is over, I'll tell you what it is, and then when the podcast is happening at a different point. We'll talk about it. Okay. Because so it'll be it'll it'll have come into fruition. We're opening up with a cliffhanger, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> this is innovative stuff. Yeah. Right we're we're this is uh this is good shit. So uh, I went to a a wedding at the aquarium. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. I got way too drunk though. I gotta I gotta not drink as much as I drank there. <laughs> when was that? Saturday night. Ooh. Yeah. Were you a you were slam mastering through? Uh, uh, I was Saturday night slam master, and then you were haggard on Sunday. <laughs> oh, <dude. laughs> I, I'll, I'll tell you this much: I, I, I got home, and part of which I don't remember, and part of which I'm just going to block out of my mind for the rest of my life. And I got home, and I like stumbled into my room, and I knocked down my LJN shelf. Oh, good. <laughs> and forgot about it. So when I woke up, I was like, what the fuck did I do last night? <laughs> yeah, it's a good stumbling spot. I haven't really thought about that. I think what I did was like when I came in, I just put, probably put my hand on the shelf and like just probably was like pushed forward and just knocked the whole thing down. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's fucking funny. So me with a, the worst hangovers, picking up all my LJNs and resetting them. Had to make some room, though. Get some new ones in the way. Um, oh, I I was a fucking good boy this weekend. I, I said I was a good boy. I was a good boy. Friday, we got, like, fucking drunk. Drunk. Nice. Like, not, like, birthday drunk. Like, that's, like, a... That's a rarity on my end. Yeah. yeah. I but, was John birthday drunk, by the way. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Who'd you try to fight? Oh, no. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> but, like, we got ordering pizza at one in the morning drunk. Which is like the best kind of drunk. That's a pretty awesome kind of drunk. Oh, yeah. It was good, good stuff. And Saturday, I just got like real high all day and bit a lot of, I won a lot of auctions. <laughs> nice. I, uh, my friend Dan, I don't know if I told you this, but he's won several auctions for uh, Grand Toys uh, LJN Series 6 figures. Oh. So I, he has the Rick Rude and the Warlord now. I saw I was I saw Warlord. How recently did he win the Warlord? Uh, very recently. Did he win the three twenty five one? Uh, we won one of them, which was like I, huge. I saw one on there for three twenty five, like three or four days ago. No, no, he won like an auction. He paid like oh. twenty dollars for it. Our raffle, I mean. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, good so, on him. So, I mean, like he's been in a lot of them, so it kind of evens off. I kind of feel like, but. He won. Uh, a, he has got a nice figure, so I, I inherit, I'm inheriting his uh, axe figure. So I get that coming my okay. way. Okay, not bad. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm sort of like picking up his like sloppy seconds. Right yeah, now. that's sort of like the extent of my LJN Dude, fig scraps. Yeah. <laughs> sloppy seconds on. I'm, I'm all Dan about. Haley's I'm LJNs. all about fig scraps. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah, it's a good good place to be. That's how I got my. That's how my EC Dubs got started. And then, then that got it. Yeah, have you been listening to the to the wrestling figure podcast? No. Okay, so he got like a rhino that like is potentially like some sort of pre-production thing with like markings on it. And there's a guy from Japan or China. I don't remember which one it is. One of the two. I also had a lot of little burps right there. I hope they didn't pick that up, but it probably did. Mm-hmm. 
but I had I bought three of them for like ten dollars each, or one was twenty because I needed it to Jerry for my shelf. I just got markings. I looked at it, like I think that's the same shit they were talking about. So I kind of rolled the dice on something. There's some weird fig stuff. Okay. These are the last figures I bought though. It's been on fucking video games since then. Nice. God damn it. Oh, yeah, so we're gonna do that. All right. This is this is gonna be the uh, the Kesari purchase assessment. I'm a, I'm a very learned man. You're a learned man. I'm one of the most learned men you'll ever meet in your life. Okay. Because I'm go- I'm really kind of stupid about this. <laughs> I'm kind of laying it on pretty thick that I am. Yeah. Too. <laughs> so we're probably both somewhere in the middle about what we're saying. So I need you to assess what I'm doing to tell me that I'm not ridiculous. Uh, where we purchase this? It's long. I've made a lot of eBay purchases since the last time I saw you. Okay. Um, let's go down. So what I bought last time was that five-game lot. I bought, ended up buying Hyperstone Heist for $54. Good deal. Loose. Loose. Cart's in good shape, and I'm going to sell it with the with the cart with the box and the oh, in the yeah. manual. Yeah, so, so um, I should get one like one thirty, one forty for it. I agree. Uh, that's all that sounds about right. Okay, good. <laughs> I got Tetris Ninja Turtles and Mario for fifteen dollars. Which Ninja Turtles? The first one. Which Mario? First one. For how much? Fifteen shipped. Yeah, that's uh, reasonable. Yeah. Five dollars a piece. That's what you'd get at any local store. So, okay. The I uh, I showed you the the Zelda and the F Zero one. Yes. Okay. But you basically got F Zero for free. Yes. Um, Mario World for eleven. Super Mario World. S- Super Mario World. Yeah. That's a good deal, but you should just get the Super Mario All Stars Worlds, Mario Worlds multi cart, and have it all on one cart because. It's, it's is it is that on there too? I thought it, that was other crap. No, so there's there's three versions you can get. There's Super Mario World, there's Super Mario All Stars, and then there's Super Mario World All Stars. So instead of getting two carts for both of those games, so that's what you were saying when you texted yes. me. I was like, look at that, that. That explains much more because that's that's what I have, and it's it's better to have it. Like if you want to collect, then. By all means, get all three. But if you want to have something that you're gonna play, just do so that. I would like. I, I would like to do both. I would like to. I don't want garbage. No, I guess is what I'm saying because I have a lot of Sega garbage. The good thing about Super Nintendo is the games are they're all pretty good. Yeah. So, I got a Mortal Kombat three and a controller for Super Nintendo for twelve dollars. Good deal. I figured just a controller alone is probably about $12. If it's the original one, then yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, and this is where it starts getting weird. Uh, I got Little Nemo Dream Master for $6 shipped. Yeah, you, $5 game. Okay. Anywhere around here. So. Uh, Zelda for 12 Original? Yeah. Oh, no. Gold one's not original, right? Gold is the original. Grey Cart came afterwards. Okay. G- original. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think these are pretty much like boilerplate, like no frills. Like, I'm not going to get excited about these prices. Okay, <laughs> okay so <laughs> all right, this is, it, starts, it started getting weird. Uh, I bought Final Fight, but I bought it for Super Famicom. <laughs> I th- I think you could do it with an adapter. I'm yes. Sure. Yeah, so. Well, the, the ad- I didn't say the adapter <laughs> that I bought before that. I bought an adapter. Okay. For for nineteen dollars. Yeah, that's probably probably what they go for. Um but yeah, that's you know. So the f- as long as you don't mind waiting, it seems like you can get the Famicom games for cheaper. Um, they're less desirable around here. Like collectors want them, but that's about it. Like normal people just want the uh the box games. Like this the the boxed but like the box shaped carts. You know, Why? Because it's what we had here. But these ones are weirder. Yeah, that's why I like them. Then get them. Okay. There's no de- like if you can deal with like the Japanese stuff, then go for it. Okay. 
That's 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 kind of what I, I. If you got the adapter, you might as well get the Fire Pro Wrestling games. Oh, that is most of the reason I got the adapter. <laughs> okay. Uh, there, there's another thing after that that's going to come up. Okay. It's a, it's not quite Fire Pro, but it's silly. Uh, I bought uh, Devil Man on original Famicom for four dollars shipped. Yeah. And uh, I'm currently winning. Uh. All-Star Dream Slam for Super Famicom. I've never heard of it. It's a women's wrestling game. Oh, oh no, I, I have then. Yeah, I, I know that. Yeah. With, with the box and the manual, uh, with eight hours left, I am the current high bidder at 99 cents. <laughs> and two, no, one wrestler from uh, a pay-per-view I saw recently is on there. Right oh, on the cover. Kong? Yeah. And Bull, and Bull Nakano, or Nakano. I don't know. How are you supposed to say it? Bull Nakano is how I say, always said it. Okay. Well, then I'm going to say Nakano. Fine. All right, so I'm not fucking myself in the ass. I'm not like... No, those aren't done. Like, I'm not killing it, but... Some of them you are killing it. Some of them you're getting good deals. Like but, the Zelda, the Link to the Past, and F-Zero is probably the best deal you got. Okay. And those are two good games you'd play, but... I'd say if you could find a Super Mario World All-Stars cart for $20, jump on it. No, I'll watch for that one. I I just don't remember, or even really know, because I never played Super Nintendo. So like, there's like some stuff like I wouldn't know to play through, though, or even really for Nintendo at that point. Yeah, I mean like... Especially when I'm in the middle of the thing, I'm setting time aside to do it, I would like to... I would say, like, if you want to get into, like, Super Nintendo, like, you got to get Donkey Kong Country, Super Castlevania 4, and Super Metroid. Those okay. are probably th- three of the games you really want to have. Okay. Um, what else? There's there's more, obviously, but, like, the, like, I'll link to the past you already have, so I'm, not, I'm just going games you haven't bought yet. Um, sports games, man, you could pass on those, really. Just get them on Genesis. I probably already have the ones that I want on Genesis, <laughs> which is I have NHL 94 and I have NHL 96 and 7. Yep. But so. I, th- I think that's probably the the end-all, be-all. I, I'd buy Ken Griffey Jr. on Super Nintendo. But, I mean, that's like a like a $3 yeah, purchase you, you anywhere in like, the world. You can go to any store around here and pick those games up. They, they have them hanging on the walls. They're oh, yeah. Like, get rid of them. Now, there's a place down the street from my house that I walk to. It was okay. wasn't a whole lot there. What What else do you do? You really need for Super Nintendo? Someone who's never played Super Mario RPG. Yeah, it's uh, one of my favorite games for Super Nintendo. Um, very easy to get into, and like it's an RPG, so like you might not like the gameplay so much, but like once you get into it, it's if nat if Natterdays are the drink of the summer, then you should make Mario RPG your game of the summer. <laughs> okay, I can. Get, I mean, you gave me a chance. I'll give you a chance. <laughs> uh, it's 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 kind of silly. Like Mario will like trip and fall downstairs at random parts, and like um, your you one of your first party members is a green cloud, but he thinks he's a frog, but he's not a frog. He is a he is a mallow cloud. Huh? It's very. It's a Japanese RPG. It's the people who make Final Fantasy uh, made uh, RPG like a very basic RPG for Mario characters. Should I get? Uh, yeah. Hmm. What's a What's a good price for Mario RPG? I've I haven't looked it up. I I got it when I was a kid, so I never looked at the value. But I'll I'll take a I'll take a gander with lo- you right now. I'm looking at it right now. Uh. Well, I mean, I guess I could I could filter by sold. I could just do that old move. Let's see. We're we're fucking eBaying on the pod this week, babies. Oh boy. Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're going for like forty bucks. Yep. Yeah. That's too bad. Uh, the Famicom ones are going for cheaper, but they're probably fake. That's the other thing too is a lot of fake ones. Well, I think this game, like, you're not going to want to get on Famicom because it's going to be if it's in Japanese. Oh like, yeah, it's an RPG. Get, I got to read it. Huh? You're never going to be able to get through it. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I'm glad you said that. So, yeah, forty bucks. I'd say it's worth it to be honest with you. Um, 
I mean, I could, I could also emulate. I was going to say, if you want to emulate it, then you could do that too. Um, there I mean, is they also have those. Um, what the, are they? There's a timing mechanic to it, so if you have like really bad input lag, uh, you might not be as good as you could be on cartridge. They also make the the uh, carded ROMs too. Yes. So you, I, I was going to mention that too. I don't know if it'll work with uh, the Retron because it's emulation, like software, basically in there. It's not hardware. So I don't know if you're going to be able to, like, a boot, like, an EverDrive on one. I, I could look it up, but, like, off offhand, I don't know if that works. I'll look into that. Yeah. I mean, if, if, if it's going to be the game of the summer, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> fuck, yeah. We'll, we'll check in next week. And uh, I'll have probably already gotten it. When I've already played through that game and beaten it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't started it yet, but um, I got a, a, a game for free this week. Uh, NHL 19. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were telling me about that. Did you start playing it yet? Yeah. So, Good, it's fucking awesome, probably. So I haven't cool, played 19. But when, when I started off franchise mode, like, I like half my team, for some reason, was in Providence. Like, uh, like Grizzlick, Bacchus... Uh, uh, Pasternak, Chara, um, like all those guys were on Providence for some reason. So my Boston team was half filled with guys who should have been on Providence. And Why? it's like, because it, it's preseason, so I just went through preseason like that. But then once like regular season started, they didn't switch over. I was like, you gotta bring them up. I was like, so I have to do this? Like, so it was like a waste of like. 20 minutes to like cut three people add three people cut three people add three people like and, and is there like a cap thing i've never done a season on it but then, I, yeah. the computer fucks me up to be completely honest so it just starts off completely wrong i'm just like what the fuck like why would you do this so like like it, i think you need like a certain amount of people and it's like skaters and defensemen and whatever on your team like it, it's like weighted like that so i could only like do so much to like fix it, and then I had to fix it, like every single like possible line, and like all my captains again. I'm now, if like, you were to play an exhibition, does it do the same thing, or is the team right? The team was right when I played like the first game in exhibition. This is the best beer pounding game, too. Oh sure. Oh yeah. Um, I, I'm playing on semi pro. I'm not. I'm not like. You're not going straight rookie. Uh, I went rookie for the well, the first game I played, which with the NHL '94 controls. So I Didn't go. Like it. You do? Did you upgrade to hybrid yet? I just do full on new controls. Okay, so I do hybrid. I can't. I can't. I don't feel like adjusting to the to the joysticks. I like the joystick way more. Everyone slap shots are way better that way. Everyone who plays the game a lot besides me agrees with you. Yeah. I don't like using them. Even I played the shit out of eighteen. Like I've I've played the other the ones prior. This is the first one I haven't played a lot of. Yeah. So, um, like I said, that was the first thing I tried was the NHL ninety four controls, and they did not feel right. Like it, well, just, it felt like I was like, it it felt like I was fighting against playing the game. And once I did the normal controls, I was like, this feels way more natural. And right, I, I have it set up to like arcade mode, so I'm not, I'm not like playing a full-on simulation. I'm doing more like just like big hits, and like the other team will hit me. You know, it's it's all legal, so it's good. <laughs> the hybrid's good because you can like you can like flip it in with the. You still can use it to shoot. Yeah. The um, yeah, you know what I'm saying, and I don't feel like using the wrong verbiage and looking like a fucking idiot. But like the the reason why I like the the main controls is that way I don't have to like screw up when I'm trying to switch lines. Yeah. So I like to keep my lines pretty fresh. Like if they get into yellow, I'll start switching lines out. But, Do you have uh, to switch your own lines in this game? Yes. Oh, wow. It's, it's, if you know what you're doing, like it's totally fine. Like there, I, I've never had a problem switching lines. No, I've, I've never even had to try to do it. All the other games we played, I don't know. Maybe it was, maybe we had auto lines. Oh no. Maybe it was just an option we had. If you have auto lines, then you'll be fine. Like, I would probably, like, prefer it just because it's, like, all you have to do is just tap B for, like, your next line and then tap X for your defensive switch if you want to. But, like, defense, like, never wears down, so you can get more time out of them. Yeah. Like real hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Which starts in half hour? Oh, yeah. We'll be watching that. Oh, for sure. 
That uh, Saturday game was fun to watch. I didn't get to watch it. Uh, oh, yeah, you were at a wedding. I heard about it, so I was just drinking wine and beer at the same time and getting very drunk and uh, hearing about it. <laughs> I was getting very excited. You missed uh, 10 minutes of a good game. Was it just me, or were the Blues like constantly getting penalties? Because I watched the highlights. I didn't watch the full game. Um, but like it seemed like Boston had like four power play goals. Is that right? They were four for four on the power play on four shots. <laughs> okay, so so how did they get four penalties like that? Like, um, what was their deal? There was three penalties on the Blues, uh, deservedly so. Oh, and then there was one. And where then they, there was the challenge. They they said it was offsides, but they it said wasn't. it was offsides, but it wasn't. So they okay, got delayed that, game penalty, and then they scored about fucking five seconds into the second <laughs> period. It was it was like. It was like watching a, a minor league team play against the Bruins in the Stanley Cup final. It was it, I've never seen a team get the shit beat out of them like that in a Stanley Cup final. That game. was like it was so bad hearing about it. I was like, "Oh my god, like what's going on?" And then I heard about that it was like uh 5-1 or whatever. And then I heard it was like 6. I was like, "Oh, they must have got an empty net goal." And then I was like, "Then it's 7." I'm like, they get two empty net goals and like sure. No, they got an empty net goal. Then they got a penalty and they scored on the power play at the end. <laughs> <laughs> the fourth power play. The fourth power play goal was, was about as garbagey as it got. <laughs> That's awesome. And I know they scored late in the game too, but at that point, who cares? Twice. Oh yeah, it was. Like at that point, like <laughs> at that point, ask if you're gonna shit the bed. Here you go. You. I now, is, now is the time, pal. You can fuck off all you want. Yeah, I'd like to say like he has had a great playoff, and I'd like to say that he's been like the reason why they're going to win the Stanley Cup. But like, I don't really feel that way for the finals. Like, Rask? Yeah, like just like he's uh, give him the MVP if you want. Like, I'm fine with that. But I just mean like he hasn't really like needed to make a lot of like game uh, game two they when they lost. Um, the whole team kind of gave up in overtime, so like so he was, I fell asleep that he, night. He was getting like pelted like over and over and over again. So I understand like you you got worn down and and it just happened. Uh, he let up one very like soft goal in that game, I think, and then the other one was legit. Uh, I think he let it up through like the five hole, and I was like, Ugh, if Stanley Cup final playoffs are predictable really at all, which they're they're usually they're, not. They're the least predictable of all the. Playoffs. I kind of feel like basketball is less predictable this year. It is. Yeah. Much more interesting this year. Because you have two good teams. Like, Toronto's awesome. So, like, I, I said early in this year, if like, anyone could beat the Bucks, they're winning the championship. But the Warriors are good, too. So, I think yeah. that'll probably go seven. The best basketball team is in fucking 20 years? Yeah, they're pretty good. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't think it's a very... Uh, I, I can't definitively say the Warriors because I kind of feel like Toronto is going to win. I think so. I, I thought so too. I, I think it'll be a series. That's what I mean. It'll go seven. So I can't. Do, if I have to pick, I go Toronto. But uh, if I have to pick, I have to go Golden State. But I understand because it's chalk. Yeah. yeah so yeah, I I I, I understand. This this would be the game that Rask would steal. The the one that's tonight. The one that if, will, will have happened. Two nights ago. I feel like St. Louis is going to come out and play like they did in game two again. You would think so. I don't know if they're going to win. I don't know if it'll be enough to win. But I feel like they're going to be more competitive than what they were the other night. Because, like, if they come out and just, like, try to, like, goon the game again. Like, they're like if you're going to get three fucking penalties and then, like, get another uh, power play for being idiots and not knowing what offsides is. Oh my god, is. it was so stupid. Like, if you don't know what offsides is, like, if, if you don't understand that the puck en- has to enter first, like, then fuck off, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be coaching. <laughs> I've also had a nice situation where, where I moved the downstairs neighbor loves hockey, and I've been streaming it on Cody. So, I'm... Between, so you get, like, the 10-second, uh, like, delay? So, in game three, <laughs> I was on a one-second delay. And it was like almost lined up, so like, before something would happen, we're like, yeah, like, like, <laughs> like he's swearing. It was like the towniest, uh, and it's like, it was fucking awesome in game three because it made it almost feel like it was a home game because the TV crowd was going nuts, but it wasn't. It was just the guy downstairs, <laughs> and I was like high as fuck too. So it was like a, 
It was it actually enhanced game three. Game one, it was uh, or was it game two? It was game two. I didn't hear him in game one. He must have been gone because <laughs> there's no way I didn't hear him. There's no way he was quiet enough for me to. I will often get uh, messages from Corey Dimmick being like, like nothing like tangible. Like it just sounds like he's about to say something, but like hasn't said it yet, or like he's reacting to something that like nobody knows. And then, like, ten seconds later on the TV, I'll see it. Because I'm on YouTube uh, TV, and there's a, a short delay yeah, uh, in the broadcast from that. So he'll say, yeah, and then, like, three seconds later, four seconds later, like, someone will score. <laughs> yeah, I just want to look at the phone at that point. Oh, yeah, I can't. Oh, yeah, if we're watching, like, WrestleMania or some shit, like, I'm at Matt's house, I can't, I can't read texts. Because like we're like we're like a half hour behind because we've smoked cigarettes or something. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pausing it. Yeah, at least at least with like AEW, we ordered that shit. I say we or Matt ordered that shit. Yeah. So Corey ordered it up in New Hampshire too. That was a good time. Good pay per view. I wish I had given you the. Uh, I have a I have a Elizabeth Elizabeth figure for him. Yeah. Yeah. Come with a is it a purple skirt or a gold skirt? It's uh, green. That's no, his LJN. I know. Yeah. yeah, this is a this is an a leech. So uh did you hear Jim Cornette's review of uh the AEW show? Oh no, but I just lay it on me. He uh he's getting some heat for it. I think most of what he said was pretty much like your boilerplate Cornette reaction to what that wrestling is. Yeah. And he's right when he says it was a tale of two shows because that's how I feel about it too and I think you do too. Yeah. Where it's like you could take or leave the opening card and then like the last I could take or I could I could leave pretty much everything before Cody and That's kind of how I feel too. Like I I, I, you know I like the SEU uh, OVE match or OWE match or whatever that federation is with SEMA. Um, Battle Royal was gimmicky and kind of dumb and very rough around the edges. Um, but that's where Jim Cornette kind of drew the most ire. He, uh, when Sonny Kiss came out, he said that it looked like he got off his job at a drag show at the Tropicana. <laughs> Which is like <laughs> sweet, like 1974 gay culture reference, bro. <laughs> He's getting heat for that? Because, like, he said it, like, the way he said it, it sounded bad. It sounded worse than how he meant it, I feel like. It's, it's yeah, still, just you it's saying the word. It's still very dated, like. It's dated, and I guess if what you want to nitpick it is that, like, you're calling a trans person a drag queen. Yes. Which is, like, they're two different things. Yeah, oh, sure. In, in today's culture. But, like, I don't think. Jim Cornette, for all that he is, like, to try to, like. To like paint him in the bigot corner is definitely not something I would do. Uh, he has some hard feelings towards uh, people of the Muslim faith. I don't think he does. He, I've he made that girl quit over. Like, yeah, somewhere. because she's like the kind of person that's going to get mad about what he just said. She was wrong in that. Uh, I don't remember, so I I can't definitively say. But I I don't even think I ever listened to the episode that that happened on. She quit like two weeks after it too. Yeah, um, it's like she just decided that she was uncomfortable with it, which is fine. But I mean, Jim, how old is Jim Cornette? What's he like? Fucking like fifty-five, sixty years old? Sure. Like, can we like get over the verbiage? Like, no. yes. <laughs> like, can we look pa- like try to like look past like look past the words that he says and try to get into like what he's trying to say? He's like Jim Cornette's like. He's a fucking jackass. Yes. Like, which I love. He's a wrestling curmudgeon, which I love. He's very curm- he's overly curmudgeony on this. Like, I thought the Sunny Kiss thing with Tommy Dreamer was. I thought the, it was great. One too. of the best spots of the show because uh, it, it it's not like you know serious wrestling by any means, but it's like a stink face. You know, it's it's funny. You'll remember that it happened. Yeah. Like, that's all it is. It's not. It's like the people's elbow. Like, not as over, obviously, but like, it's just something silly that happened during the show for like five seconds that made you laugh. That's, that's all it was. Yeah, it was just, it was a wrestling spot. <laughs> right, right. So it was a good spot. He got thrown out and then that was that. But I guess like people are like retweeting. Joey Ryan said like, 
this is dumb or whatever. And then Jim Cornette went off on Joey Ryan. And uh, I don't know. It just got kind of blown out of proportion. But really, like, in the end, like, his review of the show, like, is obviously, like, slanted because he can't, like, he can't. What's well, like, his gimmick, too? He can't give an objective view of the Young Bucks or Kenny Omega, and they're in the two main events. So it's like, after the Dusty review, Dusty Cody match, like, you might as well just stop listening to him. Yeah. I mean, I could have told, I could, I mean, I feel like without having heard it, that I could tell you what he said. He, he like, he was very, like, he's spot on with Cody and uh, Dustin. Like, Everyone feels like th- that's probably my favorite match of the year so far, and like it's not because of like work rate or like how like great they did or anything like that, but it's just the story they told was incredible, and he played like a stuffed pig. Yeah, my God, it was it was <laughs> it was like you were watching a fucking an NWA match. But uh, m- oh, I don't want to dwell on that too much because we talked about it last week. Yeah. But, uh, moving on to uh, did you watch uh, Takeover at all? I didn't even know Takeover was happening. Okay, I so found out about it the next day. I uh. I, I, the car got spoiled for me, so I know what happened. But well, spoil it for me. Um, <laughs> the only match I really watched was Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano. I know Adam Cole won that. Yes, actually. yes. Because was- you know who's the worst spoiler <coughs> in the history of the fucking planet? Triple H. <laughs> Don't follow Triple H on Instagram if you're going to watch an NXT pay per view of the day after. <laughs> I, I think I used to, but I, I unfollowed him for some. I don't know. I just didn't want like weirdos like Triple H on there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, yeah, Triple H, like, the CEO of a company is weird. Um, uh, yeah, but he's from the same place I'm from. No, no, I'm just, I'm joking. I'm, like, I'm joking, too. Um, so Cole Gargano was really good. Uh, definitely watch it. Um, my complaint, I feel like they tried to do too much. Like, especially towards the end when they're supposed to be, like, tired and, like, they just, like, kept going balls to the wall and like hitting like rent like there was one spot that kind of got me mad where gargano hit a reverse hurricanrana on cole and cole like literally just bounces back off the ropes and hits a clothesline and i'm like you just killed that like that move is like dead now <laughs> like nobody can do it and like have it like hurt because you just no sold it and then he like went for a pinfall and kicked out like it was a legit no sell for a, a reverse hurricanrana like that's supposed to look like you broke your neck. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what NXT is, though, isn't it? But I kind of feel like this went over the over the line because, there, like, that's just one example of what was going on at that point. Yeah, like, there was a there was more, and like I just feel like they were trying to do too much and squeeze in like like maybe this is going to be their last match and they just tried to squeeze everything they could into like that one last showcase. Which is fine. They had a greatest hits record. They had enough room for 74 minutes, and it got 73 minutes and 58 seconds in. Kind of. Well, they had enough. They they probably should have had a, a longer time limit if they're going to do all that just to make the match, like, spread it out more. It, it was too frantic for me, I guess. Like okay. It was, it was, it was kind of like too, like, pow, 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 pow. Like, just like... Video game shit. It was like wrestling. F- I think ADD people would really like it because they could probably like focus on it. Because like, they, they had a Young Bucks match. And I'm not saying that's a like to be like cruel to ADD people. I'm just saying like it's a. I don't know. It was really good, but it kind of bugged me. <laughs> no, I mean it makes sense, especially like when you're probably still on the high of Cody Dustin. Yeah, like, that's what I mean, too. Like, they did so much less, and I like that match so much more. Yeah. Like, the one spot they really had, they kind of fucked it up. <laughs> you're, really, you're really just proving Jim Cornette's point right now. <laughs> I am? No, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, his review is fair. Like, I'll, I'll definitely agree with everything you said about Cody and Dustin. Um, and I really like that match, and it just proved that, like, sometimes when you can tell a good story in the ring, you don't have to do all the flippy-dippy bullshit. But sometimes I really like the flipping to be bullshit. So it's oh, fine. I love me a spot fest. Yeah. So I, I'll take, like, that's what was so good about the Lucha match after that, was that it was just completely not what happened before Flippy then. and dippy. Yeah. And, and I, I enjoyed that. Good good diversity. 
I like I like diversity in my shows. I, I do too. Like, I feel like NXT is good, but it's too much of the same. Yes. If that's in any way like No, you're right. I I agree. I don't think I'm trying to be like mean to them, but I'm just saying like there was a ladder match. When they have a ladder match, I feel like I'm watching the same matches I watched without the ladder. Every NXT match is booked like it's the main event. Yes. Except exactly. for squash matches. Yeah. No, you're right. So it's either like, either it's a fucking 90 second match, or there's like 10 false finishes in the second match. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I don't know, like, so I haven't watched the last two takeovers, maybe three. But like if the last one I think was better. If your main event isn't like Gargano and Ciampa and the fucking blood feud, like how are you supposed to how are you supposed to top those matches? I think they're the at their next show they're gonna have to push someone else to the main event scene. Like I don't think you could do another Gargano main event right now, to be honest with you. Like he's been on the top for like two years now. He needs to like do what he was doing a few months ago and work with like Velveteen Dream to elevate him more and like be on the sub main event, you know. Is he why does he just bring it why don't they just bring him up? I I like NXT better than I like the main roster, so <laughs> I think he would get just get lost in the shuffle. Yeah, but isn't that the idea though? I I would just rather see him working with like maybe not like instead of Adam Cole. Like even if he was working I with Robert know. Who, like, the newer people on NXT are right now? Well, I mean, like, you get, like, Riddle and Velveteen Dream and... Well, I mean, Velveteen Dream's not newer. They have, they still have, like, Roderick Strong as, like, basically like a healthy scratch. Like, he could, at any point... Yeah, it's because uh, What's-His-Face came back. Yeah, but I mean, I just mean, like, at any point, he, he could be working with, like, anyone in an awesome program, like, if they call anyone else up. Like, I think Gargano and and... Roderick Strong would be good if they feuded them, like had them square off against each other for a little while. Um, yeah, the rest of the card, like Street Profits are okay, like the tag division's okay. Uh, Riddle's cool. I don't know. That's that's all I really know about NXT. Is Riddle? Uh, am I am I done with Matt Riddle at this point, or is he still cool? I like him. He's, okay, he's, he's good in the ring. Um, I think once he gets called up to the main roster, if they don't give him a WrestleMania match against Rob Van Dam, then they're wasting everyone's time. Or tag him up, or something like that. Would you going just on pot association? Uh, they're very similar, like, in appearance. They're very similar, like, working styles, like, more martial arts-based. Um... I I kind of view Riddle as like a younger RVD. Okay. Sort of how Dolph Ziggler is a younger Shawn Michaels is like the same way I view Riddle as a young RVD. I think Matt Riddle's whole thing is that he's, he's got to start wearing a singlet and doing the splashes off the top rope, though. I want, I'm going to hook you up with my uh, airbrush guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, I feel like he, like his thing is like that he's a pot guy. Like, I know that Rob Van Dam's thing was that he was a pot guy, too, but, like, it was a little more subtle in WWE. I agree. I feel like Matt Riddle can't. But anyways, if any of our St. Louis uh, listeners can answer me this, uh, why can't I call Pontoon Beach St. Louis? Um, That makes no sense to me. So just let me know. What's Pontoon Beach? It's where Parasitic Extirpation played. Um, It's where we... We got real obnoxious at that show. That was probably the most obnoxious show I ever played because there's no one there. So I was playing a ton of winger in the jukebox, and um, we played some hell yeah, oh Jesus, <laughs> on the jukebox. And then there was disturb. Like we were just being like the gooniest like people ever because we were like the only people there. So we basically took over this bar in Pontoon Beach. I don't remember the name of the bar, so don't ask me. Um, but we were like, "What's up, St. Louis?" And then they were like, "It's Pontoon Beach." Like not in like not in that like rednecky. Yeah, like we, we, the guy, actually no, the guys there were fairly rednecky. I'm not saying that is an implication or, or an indictment on St. Louis it's, itself, but these guys were kind of like rednecky. So it's like, yeah, we are not in St. Louis. You're in Pontoon Beach, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, 
There's no fucking beach. I like... Uh, <laughs> you landlocked. I don't like bad shows on tour, but like when there's one show, just like we're like, all right, guys, let's see how drunk we can play these songs. I think me and Tim were kind of... Because that was like the first show that I was really like starting to feel better at because I was like sick the whole first week. Uh, and that's another story. But uh, me and Tim were like drinking at the bar and... I was playing a lot of winger at the jukebox. Yeah, as so one I was, should. I was heading for a heartbreak. <laughs> what day is our show? We can uh, talk about the show. Thursday, on. July 11th. Yeah, it's coming up next month. That's uh, I mean, uh, probably everyone that listens to this is either playing it or <laughs> playing it. Yeah. So it'll be a good time. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm going to start the match off. I'm going to be the Brock versus... Uh, Brock versus Seth? Yeah, I'm going to be the Brock versus Seth of the show. Start things off with a kaboom. We're going we're gonna to be uh, Charlotte, Becky, and Ronda Rousey. You, we probably won't care about it by the time it happens. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. By the time it does happen, I'm going to be so dejected and deflated and just, why am I still here? <laughs> We're gonna um, we're gonna be playing the I think most of the the punk EP. Yeah, it's our it's our EP release. There'll be tape. The uh, yeah, and uh, we're gonna we gonna do some nitro party this summer. I want to. Okay, should be a nitro party summer. Be uh, and and we'll do have to do a lot of Natterday parties. Yeah. Oh no, we should we should put Natterday's NHL 19 and Nitro Party recording and like squeeze some of that into a nice long day of me sleeping on your couch. Okay. <laughs> I think we could make that happen. I have no objections from me. Uh, I'm going to want some real beer mixed in there because like as good as Natterday's are, like I can really only have a handful of them before I got to switch it up. So, I came over here would that have been Eight days ago? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's <laughs> not good. Eight days ago, I couldn't find Natterdays on the way home. I wanted to buy a larger quantity than what I got, but all the liquor stores in Revere don't have it. I bought two 30s on Tuesday, and then I bought another 30 on Sunday. Where'd you find those? Uh, it, was, it was in Nashua. All right. Uh, there's a I guess there is a place in um, either East Boston or Chelsea that has them. I mean that doesn't really help you out. It's no. <laughs> really good in Nashua at that point. But uh, I mean they also might have them at one of the other liquor stores here. All the liquor stores were closing Woburn at six, like you said. So yeah. I didn't really couldn't really find that out. Found it eat. But I've been drinking fucking. Like seven or eight a day, really. Saturday, they just kept emptying themselves into my tummy. Uh, they go down very easy. I was playing Maximum Carnage for about fucking seven hours and pounding Natterdays. But, um. So, uh, I had some Natterdays last week when I saw Godzilla. Oh, I know. I was talking to you. And, uh,. <laughs> Yeah, why don't I do a little Godzilla review? Yeah, uh, give us some. Uh, I don't see movies often, but when I do, they're usually like a really dumb movie, like Godzilla. Like Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, this was the first uh, American Godzilla to feature King Ghidorah, and they did a really good job with him. Uh, overall, like everything I heard about the movie was pretty much bullshit. Like they're like, oh, it's nonstop monster monster fights and stuff, and it really wasn't. It was like. Probably the same amount as, like, you would find in any other Godzilla movie, which is, like, you know, maybe, like, 15, 20 minutes worth of, like, actual monster fighting shit. Okay. While the rest of the movies, for, like, two and a half hours, is, like, people doing shit. Um, so, I'm, I'm just going to spoil it for you, if you don't mind. Oh, feel free. I, didn't, I honestly didn't know there was a new Godzilla movie until you told me you were going to see Godzilla, so. So, uh... Starts off with a flashback to the original, like the the 2014 Godzilla, and like this family's son died in the attack, so they they hate monsters or whatever. So the mom is like working with like Mothra with like this control device to like control 
uh, monsters and shit. And uh, she turns into uh, an eco terrorist with uh, the bad guy, from, one of the bad guys from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and he's also the bad guy from Last Action Hero. Okay. So it's, yeah, it's it's Benedict. I, I couldn't uh, continue. <laughs> it's I'll, I'm one, trying to I'm trying not to hold up your story with like with any. It's like, a 180, you Sicilian schmuck. I've never seen Last Action you'd be Hero. back where you started from. Huh? Trust me. Who kills me? <laughs> I've never seen Last Action Hero. Uh, you you are missing out. That's one of the best Arnold movies, in my opinion. <laughs> it's 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 a spoof of an Arnold movie starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. I like the idea of that. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Go into it with that mentality, and you'll love it. <laughs> it's it. That is one of the best soundtracks ever. It's like Megadeth and Queensrÿche. Like well, it's it's filthy. It's almost a lead into the what I was gonna say. Remember the soundtrack to Godzilla 2000? Uh, we talked a little bit about it. This, that's, I think you're talking about 1998. The TriStar Godzilla. Wasn't Godzilla it? 2000 was a Toho movie. Was it what? That was a Japanese movie. Oh. It was the start of the Millennium series. Okay, so... So the, they, they came the out within like a year of each other, two years of each other, but... They're very different. I actually like Godzilla. The one with the Puff Daddy cashmere? Yeah. <laughs> so I can find... So yeah. Okay, I'll give, okay. You, I'll give you some background. I forgot this. why I wanted to talk about it. I'll, and give you some, are... I'll give you some background on this. So I recently went on a Tourette's Guy kick on the YouTube. It's fucking great still. <laughs> it's so Have we bad. talked about that on this? Or I, think, I think so, Okay. Yeah. I was like, cause um, I might have talked to someone else about it recently, too. So uh, he, he uh, he's on hold with Colgate. That complain about their toothpaste, the one with tartar control. <laughs> they put him on hold, and he and he hears uh, every breath you take by the police. But it's also "I'll be missing you." Yes, by Puff Daddy. So he's Look listening to it. Yeah, I'm surprised so, you got that right. I, me too. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, he's on the phone. He goes, "This better be that Puff Daddy song, and not that Sting bullshit." Uh, Every breath you take, I'll be missing you. I thought it was the other way around. Oh, oh yeah, I'll be watching you. And then he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so so uh, the way I did that was I texted John when I was, I think I had a few natties in me. <laughs> and I said, this better be the Puff Daddy version and not that Jimmy Page bullshit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I was also drinking a uh, mojito. When oh, you nice. texted me that at a cheesecake factory, but uh, anyway, I'll get back to the movie now. So. <laughs> well, so, no, I'm not done. I'm not fucking done. There was a wallflower song on that too that I. The we can fly a little. I'm not doing some. We can <laughs> it's not one headlight. It's uh, a different song. That's, that's the only song that I know of theirs. <laughs> I can swear there was one more Godzilla song. I don't know. But I, I want to get back to Oh, uh, Brett Hull's on TV. <laughs> oh, look at you. Hey, St. Louis. Let's go with the cop. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> you didn't win dick, you nerd, and your game stinks. <laughs> Continue. But, uh, so in Godzilla, your dad's a piece of shit. They, um, they actually used like, the Japanese Toho movie like uh, music cues, like all the themes and stuff. And it just made it so much better. Like, if uh, the 98 movie did that, like, it would be so out of place because it's not really Godzilla. Um, but this one, it made a lot of sense. And, like, they had Mothra's theme. And uh, so, like, basically, like, when all the monsters emerge and shit, like, Ghidorah's, like, fighting Godzilla. And, like, they have this, like, awesome fight where Godzilla bites off one of the heads. And then the people fuck it up and, like, drop this bomb on Godzilla and he, he gets hurt. So Ghidorah like regenerates his head. So basically like he's unstoppable. They're building him up. He's he's their big heel. Okay. He's, he's, they're, you, they're went, you went the same way I was going to go. And so they're booking it like Godzilla, uh, King Ghidorah just beat Godzilla so all the, the kaiju are going to be like following his lead. He's the locker room leader now so to speak. And uh, he's like actually like so basically, they wanted to release all the monsters one by one, just to like gradually like make humanity better, I guess somehow. Because like when you release giant monsters, it's good. That that was their logic basically, and uh, 
At this point, I was like, okay, I've had a few beers. I'm going to take a piss break. So I took a piss break at like the perfect time when they were talking about plot, and I didn't give a shit. And so I came back, and uh, Mothra is fighting Rodan, and Godzilla is fighting King Ghidorah, and it's in Boston. Like, it's a showdown in Fenway Park, basically. Oh, really? They build it perfectly. So That's big house. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it was actually no. It was they they evacuated Boston, so it was an empty arena match. Oh, <laughs> my eyes, Martha, my but, eyes. But it, it was. Uh, did they just score? Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> so St. Louis is up one nothing. Uh, very quick. Uh, within the first minute. <laughs> That's not a good sign. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it was a big tag match at the end. Uh, Mothra, with the, with the surprise victory, looks looks like she's not going to be able to beat Rodan. And then, like, out of nowhere, basically, with the RKO, like, the stinger, just through the heart. I was just like, ooh, Mothra just killed Rodan. That's pretty fucking amazing. That's never happened before. And uh, then Ghidorah killed Mothra, who then, like, sprinkled her, like, powers on Godzilla, who is, like, a nuclear bomb, basically, so he destroyed Ghidorah again for a second time, and uh, he, he won, and then the, the end of the movie is all the other monsters that were follow, like awakened by Ghidorah, like, surrounding themselves with Godzilla, and then, like, Rodan is there, too, so he didn't die, he's back, and they all bow to Godzilla, and, like, <laughs> they know is like, the king. Alright, here's an idea I guys got in the middle of you talking sure. about that. Why don't they do a show... A TV show about Godzilla, but have it be structured just like the Power Rangers TV show, where like the last like eight minutes of it is monster fights, pretty much, and the beginning of it's like the first twenty minutes is plot. Uh, have it on Netflix. Give me fucking six hours of it instead of making a shitty movie that's two and a half hours long, which is like an hour. It too was long way too me. long, and there wasn't enough monster fighting. So that was those were my only complaints. But uh, well, that way you get. One monster fight every, like, half hour. No, no, no. Like, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, I don't really know if I need any more, like, suit Godzilla stuff. Like, at this point, I'd rather have, like, what they're doing now, which is, like, very good-looking movies with, like, CG and, like, you know, actors wearing, like, suits to, like, mimic the movements of the animals. Okay. Uh, It's nothing against the suit shit, like... But, like, those miniatures, they take a lot of time to build, and, like, you can only have so much of them. And, like, Godzilla suits will, like, the suits just fucking wear down. And See, I don't know enough about Godzilla to really have an opinion on it. Do they score on themselves? Uh, maybe. I, I missed it. But I, I, the way I look at it is, like, there's enough, like, Showa-era suit Godzilla to, like, to last. Like, you can, you can see that anytime you want. I'd rather have like more of the like what they're doing now, and I. They tried to make some anime series, and I wasn't too big into it. They cha- they changed. It was too different for me. Uh, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like good, uh, either. I'd say, but I wouldn't mind like more of that, but just make it more either American Godzilla or like the, the latest Japanese Godzilla, which was just OP'd as fuck. Like he. I have the figure of him over there. He shot out of his tail too, and then he What's shot. What's OP'd? Overpowered. Okay. Like they could do like something where like an overpowered Godzilla against an overpowered Mothra, an overpowered King Ghidorah would be good. But yeah, I'd rather have more of the same. <laughs> I'm a traditionalist when it comes to Godzilla. Well, I think I appreciate the campiness of it. That being said, I don't know if I've ever actually finished. A Godzilla movie? If you like campy stuff, then you would like Godzilla vs. Hedera, the smog monster. Okay. That's kind of like their trippiest movie. They actually, at the end of this Godzilla movie, they had two tributes. One tribute was to the guy in the original Godzilla suit who died, and the other tribute was the guy who directed Godzilla vs. Hedera, which was like sort of like the trippy like 1970s like movie of the series. Like, I would definitely recommend you watch that one. Okay, I'll do that this week. In right. between, if you can per- find it. <laughs> in between, oh, I got the internet. The internet is vast. Yeah, it's vast. I mean, I've, I it actually might not be internet because I've seen all of the internet. <laughs> but I mean, I'll, I'll check. I'll check the couch cushions of the internet, see if it's on there, and I've missed it. Yeah. But the uh, the the movies are hard for me. 
I don't have an attention span for movies. I need, I need, uh, yeah, I just can't do it. I've been thinking about, I've been wanting to watch some trauma movies lately. We make movies. We, we make movies. So, uh, the dude who is in, uh, Russell Crap, Boyd Braxton, he was in a few trauma movies, returned to Newcomb High School. Oh, really? And a few, I think a few other ones. But uh, I went to college with this dude named Vito, who was also in that movie. So if you are going to look at a trauma movie, try to find Return to Newcomb High. Okay. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. I've, I've... I want to rewatch Toxic Avenger 2 for some reason. But mostly because like the, uh, the opening credit scene... Not credit scene, but like, the opening to that movie is fucking ridiculous. Like He's just like, there's a lot of murdering. Yeah. But those movies are funny. Oh, I like this. Sure. I, I love trauma movies. I've never seen. Um, uh, ah, fuck, I won't remember the name of it now. Which apparently is a good one. Like, I can't tell. I can't describe what it is because I've never seen it. So, whatever. I want to watch some trauma movies. I don't know how do you. Do you can you stream those? I, 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 don't, I don't know. know. They, they, those, like the Godzilla movies, are like. Oddly hard to like find. They're just scattered all over the place. Just scattered all over the place, and like the the to own them physically is affordable. Sure. So like maybe like I should just like spend twenty dollars and probably get three of them. Yeah. Is what I'm thinking. Like, like let's see, let's see. This is gonna it might end up being a. Uh, this might end up being an accidental uh, ad for trauma films. Trauma and you. Trauma entertainment. You, you just go full like random shit you're like i want all the hammer horror movies too <laughs> yeah well so like i like the aspect of like owning a bunch of weird like trauma style movies but the, it's just so much there and i won't watch them yeah. like a video game i'll play sure but like watching a movie I, I won't give it the attention it needs because my attention spans not long enough at least if i'm playing a video game i have the controller in my, i have to make it work yeah that's true all right, what do these cost? I probably thought about it that way before, but not recently. Store. I need store. Oh, you you should after store. Do you want to go to a restaurant? Right, food. We'll get some food. Get, get some drink. food and, and a drink. Oh my god, this is an inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> I tried to explain this to someone. Like, never mind. <laughs> so I'll tell the story though. We were we were traveling to full. Our assault. We flew into <laughs> Nashville, I think, or Knoxville. We flew into Nashville. Okay, and uh, we're on our way to like wherever that place is in Indiana. Oh no, uh, Illinois. Illinois. Right? So uh, we we get to we're, we're just on the highway, and I'm looking around, and it's just like the vast openness of uh, of this uh, God bless country, and we see uh, this offshoot on a highway exit called Restaurant. Yeah, it's restaurant. It looks like a house with a sign on the roof that says restaurant. It's all it says is restaurant. And so we can only imagine going there is like and they just have food. They have food. They have drink. Drink. They have big drink. Big drink. You want little food or big food? <laughs> <laughs> we were like full tour delirious one day of travel. And it's in another rest. I think we were also listening to Van Hagar at that point, too. Uh, if we were in a car with Bry, we were definitely listening to Van Hagar. It was either that or uh, uh, sports. He, he, <laughs> it might have been he sports. You would, lo- would lose the sports. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're just describing tour to me. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, justifiably so. I actually agree with him on this, <laughs> uh, which is one of the reasons that traveling with Bry on tour is nice. When you're in a metal band, because there's no like, there's so much fucking bad metal when you're on tour. Uh, Though I will say that that was not so much the case on the last one. Maybe now that we've been playing forever, we get we play with better bands. Because I actually liked a lot of the bands we saw on the last one, but like just like being at a show all night and then driving somewhere and listening to something like abrasive isn't great. And Bry. I mean, like me too. Like, has a taste for pop music or like pop, like not just pop, pop music, rock. pop rock, like popular music. Yeah. So like, we'll listen to Van Hagar and Huey Lewis and Starship and shit like that. He was on a Green Day kick for Phil Terrace too, like New Green Day. 
Yeah, he he did that, didn't he? He I did. Was, I wasn't a big fan of that. <laughs> uh, I, I also like, remember I bought a pack of cigarettes from Destiny. <laughs> <laughs> At 6 a.m. No, 6.01 a.m. Because the Walmart opened at 6, and I needed cigarettes. And I walked in, and I, and I bought two packs of cigarettes and three lighters from Destiny. I pooped. Ooh, I pooped at the, at the festival. Because uh, we that was the morning we were at Burger King, like real early. Yes, and we were. I had that Burger King breakfast, and then by the time we walked fr- in the same parking lot from Burger King to, my, to uh, Walmart, I had to poop. So yes. the entire time you guys were in there, I was in the bathroom. <laughs> it wa- inside of Burger King? No, inside Walmart. Okay. I was only in there for long enough to get cigarettes. No, I remember making you guys wait. I was a fiendy boy. Uh, I was a fiendy boy, and the uh, there was no extra cigarettes at the, at the uh, full terror assault. No. Tried like hell, but... Nobody nobody had some extra cigs. Couldn't get them. It was hard times, Daddy. That's what... That's what it's all about, that it's some hard times. Hot, hot, 